Welcome to the LTC University podcast. My name is Jamie, and uh, today, uh, you know, last week we talked about health coaches, and we we had a wonderful guest, and and today we're going to be talking about another new position that they have just started at SC House Calls, and we have the VP of Senior Health Express, which is an ancillary service of SC House Calls. And we have Josh Snipes today on the podcast. Josh, how are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Happy Friday to you and everybody else. Yes, and it is a happy Friday. Now we're getting into the best time of year in South Carolina. We're, we're entering that season where it's just gorgeous out. Sure. Football season, right? It is. It's a, I'm more of a basketball guy, but yeah, but it's it just means basketball's on its way. So, sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, cool, man. Uh, Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and kind of like, you know, how did you get into healthcare? I always I always like asking that question at the beginning, but how did you get into healthcare? Sure, I, I got into healthcare in uh, 2000. 13 or 14, I believe, actually selling DME for Agape back in the day in Rock Hill. Uh, started doing inside sales, moved up to some social media and marketing kind of things. Uh, while I was there, I got my real estate license and kind of dabbled in that a little bit. Um, I left and, and did some outside sales for uh, Sunbelt Rentals there for a while. And, um, you know, a year or two after that, Pruitt Home Health was coming into the Rock Hill market. So I was approached about starting their whole health office up here. Uh, so about I don't know, 2017, I went to work for Pruitt Home Health. Yeah. Uh, started their office up here, uh, got it up and running until COVID hit. Things kind of slowed down for them, but I decided it was time mm-hmm. to make a change. And uh, uh, came over to SC House Calls as the director of account services and ran the marketing and sales team up here. Uh, until Scott and I spoke about DME and some other opportunities that we could do and some some growth options for SC House Calls and kind of in a roundabouts way, that's how Senior Health Express was born. So yeah. here I am. Yeah, and, and th- Scott and I just did a podcast today that'll come out as well today. Um, and we talked about just changes and, and how quickly things can change around here. <laughs> and, and it's sure. just, yeah, it's, if you're, if you're standing still, you're going to be left behind. That's for sure. This kind of company, um, you know, Josh, tell us a little bit about senior health express and kind of what, you, what you you're, they're doing, what, what this new, um, business really is. Well, you know, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, in true Scott SC House Calls fashion, you know, this idea was born, you know, really from the identification of a need and from some opportunity that we've got with some patients. You know, we had started doing prescription deliveries and uh, riding around in, in the, the different regions delivering those meds. And, you know, we really realized very quickly that we had an opportunity to do better for our patients and to do more for them. Mm. You know, while we've got people out in the home, our nurse practitioners, you know, we've got a lot of people that are out and about, but they have so much on their plate. You know, how could we add some more resources to what they do? Uh, So, you know, kind of in recognizing that we started brainstorming, you know, some different things that our, our, you know, delivery people could do. And, and, you know, that's kind of where we came from. So Senior Health Express, to me is just um, 
you know, proactive medicine personified. You know, everybody knows mm-hmm. that, you know, we kind of blaze a trail for healthcare and for primary care, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really what the goal and the idea of Senior Health Express is, is, you know, what can we do while we're touching these patients to prevent any kind of emergent situation that would cause a hospitalization, right? Yeah. Um, what kind of resources or benefits can we add to our patients, Um outside of just what our nurse practitioners do. They have so much on their plates when they're out there seeing these people. Um, you know, it stands to reason with all of our service lines, uh, you know, another person could pick up the ball and run. So, yeah. um, you know, we're hiring about 80 community health workers across um, across the state. They'll be assigned a list of about 200 patients. And their goal is to, you know, really build relationships with them and, um you know, get close with them, see them about once a month and address any kind of needs or challenges or, you know, provide that resource that we have at our disposal mm-hmm. um, that may, they may not have known about, um, but could certainly use. Yeah. Now, you you guys are really Senior Health Express is working very closely with SC House Calls, obviously. And kind of making sure that patients are getting what they need. You guys are another set of eyes in the home that, you know, as you're bringing medications, but you're also working really closely with SC home RX. So talk about the relationship between SC house calls and SC home RX and how senior health express fits into that vision. Sure. Absolutely. You know, med adherence is one of the leading causes of hospitalizations mm-hmm. uh, for seniors across the country. And, you know, again, there's an opportunity to do it. Um, you know, we've got our pharmacy, uh, you know, the, the growth that we've seen there has been, you know, pretty significant, um, you know, and what we've done up until this point is, you know, have been mailing people their medications. Um, and, and that's fine. It's worked, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you know, what can we do to improve upon that? Um, so, you know, anybody can, can, you know, drop something in the mail and walk out to their mailbox, but you know, our patients, they may not be able to. So, um, if they get a group, uh, uh, or a, you know, stack of new prescriptions, they may be confused. They may want to talk to somebody about it, right? Um, they may have a challenge getting to their mailbox to get it. So, you know, what we've done is, you know, with our patients that, that these community health workers see, uh, they're going to get those meds and deliver them directly to them. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be a, you know, hey, Miss Betty, here you go. See you later and right off yeah. into the sunset. It's a, hey, Miss Betty, you know, I see you've got a new prescription. Do you have any questions? You do? Okay, let's go ahead and get you on the phone with one of our pharmacists and go mm-hmm. ahead and line that up. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, Miss Betty, you've got these cycle filled meds, you know, but you're having trouble remembering them. Let's let's discuss our, our living machine and, and some automatic medication dispensers. So, yeah. um, you know, again, it's just growth minded with our pharmacy. Uh, you know, we've got such an opportunity with SC House Calls and that pharmacy to, you know, do right by our patients. And, mm-hmm. and that's the goal. It's just another arm and another added resource to both of those entities. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, you know. Now, last week we talked about health coaches and kind of what health coaches will be doing. And, and Christy Middleton, she, she did a phenomenal job just kind of explaining that role and, and the role it's going to play in our healthcare system. And, and we're super excited about that. But this other role, and I think within our companies, you know, it's kind of gotten a little convoluted where you have very – unique roles, but they also overlap a little. So I think there's been some confusion between what's a health coach and what's a community health worker. 
And and we again we had Christy on last week to to talk about the health coach side, and that's why we wanted to have you on here today, Josh, to really talk about what the community health worker does, what their job entails, what it's like, what they're going to be doing, what they're responsible for. And to kind of alleviate some of that confusion, because we know also there's a little bit of overlap with the health coaches and the, and the, and the community health workers. So kind of give us the 40,000 foot view of, of what a community health worker is. Sure. You know, and you're right. There, there is going to be some overlap. You know, I kind of refer to it as redundancy, you sure. know, but to me, that's just thorough health care. That's just mm. due diligence. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, the community health workers are going to be responsible for kind of quarterbacking and organizing some more clinical things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a really good grasp of what our nurse practitioners do. Um, you know, they're, they're utilized, you know, very heavily. We've got all of these specialty ancillary services that we offer as well. And, you know, unfortunately it's just difficult to get the word out there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, our community health workers are really empowered to dive into that specific patient's needs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people laugh at me all the time, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, speaking about relationship building. But, you know, I really say that I want our team to go out there and snuggle up with our patients, right? Yeah. Get close to them, <laughs> figure out what they need, learn what, you know, what 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 keeps them happy, you know, learn what they like to do, um, learn their schedules. Um, but most importantly, learn what their healthcare needs are. Um, because I guarantee you, if they've got a need healthcare wise, and we've got a service line uh, or a resource to, um, you know, address that, right? Um, so where the health health coaches, you know, might not have as much face to face interaction, you know, our community health workers certainly will. They're going to be seeing them monthly at least. Um, you know, arranging any kind of specialty visit, you know, certainly yeah. pharmacists, uh, you know, different things like that. But, you know, their goal is to, you know, kind of spread the wings of how SC House Calls operates within that patient's life, right? Mm-hmm. So really, really cozy up to them, really get to know them and see what we can do to to improve their lives. Yeah. So, you know, and just so we can kind of dispel some of that confusion, a health coach, they are kind of a hybrid between going into the home. Uh, some of them will be in assisted livings. Uh, you've got them also doing telehealth visits as well. So, you know, what you guys are doing with the community health worker, you guys are strictly in the home and maybe by phone as well, but you guys are really boots on the ground with the patient. Sure. They're, they're absolutely boots on the ground, down and dirty. Um, you know, getting close to our patients and, um, you know, you're right. I mean, they're, they're going to arrange those telehealth visits, you know, for those patients, but they're going to spend a lot of time with them face to face, um, in real life before and after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So they're, they're delivering, you know, they're, they're bringing medications, but that is just really a small part of what they do. Kind of go into the little more of the details of kind of what they're going to be doing when they go into that home. You know, they could do everything. It's going to involve a level of some chart prep. You know, uh, Miss Betty needed some some lab work done, and, and it's been drawn. You know, let's go ahead and pick that up and, and bring that up for Mako to pick it up. Or, mm. uh, you know, certainly some, some gosh, our retina view diabetic screenings. Um, you know, go in there and, and recognize that this patient could benefit from that. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to get their their – you know, their meds, whether they're prescription or just over the counter and check them out and, and you know, make sure everything jives um, and, and, you know, loop a pharmacist into that conversation. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, they, they're going to have the opportunity to uh, go in and, and install our uh, living machine, the automatic medication right. dispensers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can add our uh, remote patient monitoring bags. You know, right. goodness, I can't think of a better benefit than, you know, the patient's ability to monitor their vitals, you know, mm-hmm. regularly throughout yeah. the day. You know, how, how good of a picture, you know, can we paint uh, the needs of that patient? Um, you know, how, how much better could we do than having those vitals regularly? Right. right. Um, you know, yeah. so that's something that we can really pick up the ball and run with it yeah. there and getting those things installed. Speaking of, speaking of RPM, I was on, I was, we were recording a podcast today with Scott and somebody had recently asked him, they said, which patients from all of our patient population, who should be on repro- remote patient monitoring? He said, all of them. He said oh, they should all be on remote patient monitoring. He talked about some of the challenges and the co-pays that we have with remote patient monitoring, but they should all be on remote patient monitoring. It is just such a vital tool for the future. It really is. You know, and I've seen it time and time again in healthcare. You know, something goes out of whack. And if we had only known X, Y, Z, well, guess what? Yeah. In this system right here will tell you X, Y, Z and ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, again, I can't think of a better way to paint a picture of a patient than, you know, the ability to monitor, you know, them when, when, when we're not in there. You know? yeah. so I, I think Scott, you know, hit the nail on the head there. You know, I think everybody could benefit from those remote paper monitoring systems. They really can. Yeah. It's, it's a phenomenal system. They, it really, I mean, you know, we've even seen it save lives before we've literally seen that we've seen people that were, uh, I, we did a story, uh, a while back. It's been, it's been a few years ago, but we had, it was one of our, um, employees, moms, you know, she was having a heart attack. She, you know, they, they, she hooked her, they, she started feeling weird and, and kind of, you know, got plugged into her remote patient monitoring system. I didn't know how to say it there, but she got, she got set up and somebody called and said, Hey, we think something's going on here. And they, they were able to get her to the ER and it literally saved her life, you know? And so her mom would not be here today had it not been for remote patient monitoring. I, I think of my own mom in Ohio, she was on a similar type system, you know, because she's, had struggles in the past with congestive heart failure. So as we know, they put on a lot of fluid, you know? And so when you gain three or four pounds overnight, something's not right. That's not typical. That's, you know, and, and remote patient monitoring will catch that. And, and it's just such a good system. Um, and I love that they're going to be kind of setting people up, getting them going, getting them taken care of about how many patients are each of these uh, community health workers going to be responsible for. They're going to have about 200 patients assigned to them, you know, kind of based off of where they live. You know, yeah. the goal there is to reduce window windshield time uh, and allow them really the ability to spend some more time with them mm-hmm. in the home to see more every day. Um, you know, again, just, just, you know, those patient touches have been proven time and time again to reduce hospitalization to truly provide a benefit to our yeah. patients. Yeah. Now, I know, I know you, I know you, Josh, and I know you've been, you, 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 you kind of lead by Braille, you lead by feeling and you, you lead by doing, and you've, you've 
got this team of community health workers out there working and you've not asked them to do anything you haven't already done. And give us some of the, you know, your perspective, because you've been bringing some of these medications, you've been speaking to some of these patients, give us some of the stories and some of the things that have happened that you've been able to be a part of, um, you know, as you've been leading this team and some of the things you've experienced. Sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I do. You know, I've jumped in with both feet, you know, our kind of conversation with starting all this was like, you know, hey, let's just let's go out there and start doing stuff and just see what works and see what we need to do and see how we need to adjust. And that's where we are now. But, you know, you're exactly right. I, I started with delivering the medications. and I would start from Columbia, uh, work my way up through all the little towns, you know, towards Rock Hill and, and you know, even north of that. And you know, you're right. I, I saw the need for our patients. Um, I think two of them stand out in my mind. Uh, you know, one was this lady in, in Rock Hill, and she lived in some low-income housing. And, um, you know, I didn't know that all the way over there. And uh, all the way up to her house, uh, you know, before I could knock the, knock on the door, I heard a tiny little voice saying, you know, sir, sir, can you come in here? Um, and so I told her who I was and what I was doing. And, you know, bless her heart, she was wheelchair-bound. Um, she was paralyzed uh, from the chest out and it could only move her head just a little bit. Um, but it was about two o'clock in the afternoon. This was the middle of June uh, in one of our hot stretches. You know, I think it was 102 in the car when I got yeah. out of it. Sure. Um, you know, and, and the poor thing had been sitting in her wheelchair all day long, um, you know, just standing there talking to her. I was sweating. She didn't have air conditioning in her house, right? right? Well, the first thing she says was, you know, sir, I've been waiting on my, my brother-in-law to, uh, you know, bring me some food, uh, you know, but my phone's about to die. And I'm, I'm, you know, concerned I'll miss his call. Can you help me find my phone charger? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave this lady sitting there. Of course I'll find your phone charger. So I had to plunder around and get that situated for her and plugged in. Um, you know, but again, we could do better. So, yeah. you know, ma'am, you know, what, what else can I do for you right now? Uh, uh, she was hot, so I found her a fan and got it situated to kind of blow on her. Uh, she was thirsty. I got her some juice and, and you know, had to kind of help her drink it. Um, so I got that situated and uh, I was able to contact her brother-in-law and, and, you know, make sure that he was on the way. But, uh, you know, it, it really it really hit me as I left her, you know, the opportunity that we have with these patients and how powerful it is. Uh, because had, you know, somebody not shown up to her house right then and there, who knows what could have happened. Yeah. Know, she had no AC. She had no way to move around or get anything to eat. Uh, you know, how, how long would she have been sitting there? You know, would it have been for another two weeks before our nurse practitioner came out there to see her? Mm. Um, so, you know, again, our opportunity is huge. Um, it's powerful. Uh, we got her set up with a social worker. Uh, we got her set up with uh, some in-home care. Uh, private duty kind of thing, uh, you know, and, and really we're able to throw the full gamut of resources at her. Uh, and I was actually, I was able to go back, um, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later and the conversation was completely different. She was happy. She was in a good spot. She was fed. Her house was cool. Um, you know, and, and kind of speaking to the relationship building kind of part, I still stayed there for about 30 or 45 minutes. And we wound up talking about crazy stuff like salad dressing of all things, you know, and you know, all that I could think of when I left was like, all she wanted today was somebody to speak with. But two weeks ago, she had some life threatening issues going on, you know, right. healthcare or clinical or not, you know, it was something that we could do. So that one really touched me. 
another one was a guy out in New York, and he really lives, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, not around anybody. Uh, same situation. He's wheelchair bound, but he's not paralyzed. He could use his arms and whatnot. But uh, you know, he uh, had been sick, had had. Um, kind of like me right now, some sinus stuff going on, but it had kind of moved to some infection. It was really not feeling well and needed an appointment, um, but hadn't been able to get in touch with anybody. So, you know, he immediately let me know kind of where he was at and what he had going on. And, you know, it was it was just too simple for me to sit right there, uh, get my computer out and arrange for a telehealth visit to be done that day. Mm-hmm. We got him situated with some antibiotics. Uh, I actually had to come out the following week uh, and, and see him for some something else. And, you know, he was a different man. He got his antibiotics then and there. He was better in a couple days. Um, you know, but again, had, had we not been out there to see him, you know, how long would he have gone not feeling well? Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Josh, we, we don't even realize yet. You do. Cause you've, you've been doing this and you've been starting this program, but, we don't even realize the stories that we're going to be able to tell in another year from now with all 86 of these community health workers all across South Carolina and Georgia that are making a significant impact. And we will have countless stories of people that are, that their lives have been saved or helped or changed. And and it's going to be a major impact into well care, not just sick care, but well care and really helping these patients thrive, you know, in, in whatever environment they're in, wherever they're at in their life and their health care. Uh, it's, it's, we don't even realize it, we, but we'll see from a year from now. We really don't. You're absolutely right. You know, we're, we're, we're going to see where it goes. We just finished a two day boot camp with the, the initial group of community health workers. And I've got to say, they're excited. They've seen the, the benefits. They've worked for the company before, most of them, yeah. um, in a lot of different capacities. And, uh, you know, they're fired up. They're ready to go. They're ready to see their patients. Um, you know, so I, I completely agree. I think that we're going to see some so very impactful, very positive story from this yeah. role. And I think it's only going to grow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm beside myself with excitement to see yeah. where it's going to. Yeah. It's what's cool too. And, 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 you know, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Josh, but I know Medicare, they've kind of said, Hey, this is a role we want to pay for, you know, a part of chronic care management. And, you know, it really doesn't start until the first of the year, but, but our company has said, no, we want to get ahead of this because we know how vital this is going to be. And they, you know, we're, we're starting way before any other company is doing this. You're exactly right. And, you know, I think my lucky stars to work for a company that's, that's like that, you know, we're innovators. We, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't react, you know, we're proactive, you know, it's, it's, you know, how Scott is, it's, it's how he works. You know, I was actually talking to somebody this morning about him and I said, you know, it, 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 it blows my mind how he's always five or six years ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else in his mind and yeah. anything he does, any conversation, any movement. Yep. And, you know, Absolutely. again, if you think about it, you know, the, the impact that that has on our patients with things such as this is, you know, it's immense. And, you know, I'm not sure that anybody really gives that the credit for, uh, for what it is, but yeah. you know, you're absolutely, absolutely right. As innovators yeah. and uh, with the opportunities that we have, it's, it's huge. It really- yeah. Well, Josh, this is exciting. And uh, thanks for being on today to kind of explain this and kind of really give us a glimpse 
of what a community health worker is going to be doing. This is, and this pro, this is not anything really new to the world. I know uh, Jimmy Williamson uh, sent, sent us, an, he actually wrote an article, uh, part of our weekly newsletter uh, a couple weeks ago, talking about the role of the community health worker in different countries like India and, and different, you know, you know, parts of the world. So this is really, you know, catching up to America. And, and I'm, I'm proud that SC House Calls and Senior Health Express and SC Home Rx and Main Street Physicians and Your Health soon, uh, which will be more conversations about that coming up. But I'm glad we're on the forefront of it when it comes to the United States and what this program is going to mean. So Josh, thanks for being on the podcast. Jamie, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I agree with you. It's something cool. It's something neat that we're doing. And, you know, I've, I've jumped at the chance to kind of shout for the mountaintop, you know, what is going on right now. And this is certainly a mountaintop to do it. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'd be happy to do it again sometime. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of what we're doing. And I, I can't wait to see where it works. Absolutely. Josh, thanks a lot. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Hope you have a good day and a good weekend. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at ltcuniversitypodcast.com. You can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network, The Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and The Thriving Practitioner Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week.